We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 97.1 fm talk podcast jane jane has gone missing which i'm not convinced that's a bad thing that that she's not here maybe i just got rid of her early i don't know i'm trying to determine oh there she is I had She's to get gone M- for snacks. I'm I had guessing. to get M and M's. We yeah. lost you. We yeah. have Sue's news coming up. I also have some relatively interesting Fred Bottomer news that I'm going to share with you. But hang on, because as we were wrapping up the roundtable, the uh, New York Times just cleared this story. I found this interesting. Jane, you will too. I think Supreme Court's investigation into leak included interviews with justices. So the story says the Supreme Court's internal investigation into who leaked the draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade um, included interviews. I'm skipping around here just to make it go faster. Included interviews with all nine justices, the marshal of the court said in a statement on Friday. The clarification by the marshal, Gail Curley, who oversaw the inquiry, followed widespread speculation over its scope. In a 20-page report on Thursday, blah, 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 we know that. But in a statement on Friday, Ms. Curley said she had interviewed them. During the course of the investigation, I spoke with each of the justices several on multiple occasions. The justices actively cooperated in this uh, process, asking questions and answering mine. However, she said she did not ask them to sign sworn statements, attest that they had not leaked the draft opinion or information about it after the interviews. Unlike dozens of clerks and permanent employees of the court, she said she did not say whether she had interviewed any of the justices' spouses. But her quote is, I followed up on all credible leads, none of which implicated the justices or their spouses. I did not believe that it was necessary to ask the justices to sign sworn affidavits. Now, that's interesting. But again, that kind of takes us back to the point where we were, where we don't think we're going to ever have an answer to who leaked this decision. Well, here's the thing. As lawyers, they are still lawyers, even though they're Supreme Court justices and they have law licenses. And if you lie like that, I mean, you will lose your law license. Well, it didn't so, hurt Kim Gardner. What are you talking I mean, about? Well, uh, yeah. Okay. That Well, touche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, touche. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, so if they're going to lie, I mean, like you're going to have to catch them anyway. So, I mean... I just, it's distressing. And like I said, as from a lawyer, that really it, it's shakes. It's frustrating your, that you don't, we're not going to have don't an know. answer. Anyway, not, right. I, I think we might not. So that's an update on that. Uh, look at this here. How about old Fred yeah. Bottenheimer over you, there, Kevin. ladies and gentlemen? I have the copy of The Rough Rider, Roosevelt High School, Volume 104, Number 7, Friday, March 31st, 1978, in which Fred Bottomer has two stories. One, which uh, I pretty sure Dateline did this eventually, too. Is the food in the lunchroom really that bad? Oh, my Uh, goodness. This is hard-hitting. This was in high school. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but no, I mean, that's an important story. And then he did some Oscar previews. What was the answer? Was it that bad? Uh, 
The one thing kids can always agree on is that the food's bad. Yeah, Miss Jeanette Giselle, is that how you pronounce her name, Fred? you so. remember? She's quoted here. She wasn't surprised when the responses came in the way they did. The students have always had criticism for the lunchroom. I can understand it, but at the same time, I can say that I've eaten here every day for 15 years, and I've yet to be sick. So there it is. That's <laughs> 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 a rave, rave review. So yeah, my my, my favorite century. food back then were the... Uh, the rolls that they made every day, and it cost a nickel apiece Ooh. to buy a roll. I did just that. I lived on just too. the rolls and butter. I lived mm-hmm. on bagels dipped in gravy. Oh, because they That's had this phenomenal roast beef at my school, oh. and so instead of just eating the whole, because I didn't want to eat the whole roast beef sandwich, they would take bagels and and dip them in the gravy, and that's what I would eat for lunch. Interesting. Mm. There's even a picture here: Minnie Frank preparing those Roosevelt-renowned buns, and then Fred <laughs> did some Oscar predictions as well with Tammy Sumner, who um, was also credited uh, here Tammy. on page four <laughs> of the Rough Rider. This was 1978. Yeah. Yeah, I, we should eventually. You said Star Wars would win. I don't think checked. it won. Yeah, I don't think it did. No. Did you ever match up your predictions? No, we should do that another time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else did he guess? For Star Wars. I, uh, Richard Dreyfuss for Goodbye Girl. Oh, uh, that he may have won. Yeah. He was okay. great. I love that movie. It's Here, a good movie. I'm going to Google the winners. You you predict, you predict. notice wow. here on page four. Read what he predicted, and I'm going to tell you how. I'll match him up here. Okay? 1978. Four, stand by, mm-hmm. please. Uh, okay. Oscar, right? Um, Oscar yeah. winners? Okay. We predict the Oscars. Okay. Uh, best movie, Star Wars, yes or no? No, but Star Wars did win the most at that Academy Awards. Oh. Uh, did Annie Richard Hall. Dreyfuss? Annie Hall won. Oh, oh no. Sorry. Best actor, Richard Dreyfuss. Way to go, Fred. Best actress, Diane Keaton, Annie Hall. Oh, no. That, he's, he I never guessed, saw Annie Hall, so he, I guess that's why. He I guessed Shirley MacLaine. Best director, Woody Allen, Annie Hall. Uh, yeah. Director Spielberg. He really liked Close Encounters. Sorry. Best supporting <laughs> actor, Jason Robards. Um, nope. Alec Guinness. He, again, Star Wars for Fred. Best supporting actress, <laughs> Vanessa Redgrave. Uh, supporting yes. actress. Wait, no, I didn't no we no. didn't have that in no. here. Uh, anything else? <laughs> oh, that... yes. Wait, he got that right. Oh, sorry, Fred. Yeah, look at that. All right. Fred. All right. That, well, fortunately, because it wasn't anything about else? Star Wars. Anything else? Uh, music? Uh, yeah, original song, You Light Up My Life, huh? Yes. Debbie Boone, huh, yeah. Fred? Right. Right. I think it that, did that win. Won, well, yeah. It did. Yeah. Hashtag winning. It's pretty much, in 1978, if I remember that year correctly, it's the only damn song that we heard. <laughs> oh, for, yeah. for like 17 weeks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Forever and ever and Did ever. John Williams for... Did win for best original music score for That's Right, Star Wars? He did. He did. Oh. Way to go, Fred! Here's the other thing that was interesting. He was oh. nominated twice because he was nominated for Close Encounters that year as well. Oh, Fred liked both of those movies based on but these. But Fred, I didn't Star like Wars won be- best costume design, best sound, best art direction, best cinematography was Close Encounters, best film editing, Star Wars, best visual effects, Star Wars. I didn't realize that it had won that many awards, which yeah, is kind of nice. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. Because so, it was cutting edge. Well, that's pretty good for being an 18-year-old yeah, high school. Yes. I didn't really like nice. Annie Hall either. I'm all with you on that. <laughs> all right, let's do this here. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. On this day in history, 131 years ago today, that would be in 1892, the first official basketball game was played. And it was played at the YMCA training school in Springfield, Massachusetts. And the players used peach baskets. And they didn't cut holes in the bottom. So every time somebody uh, made a basket, they had to stop the game and get somebody to climb up the ladder and get the ball out. There was no slam dunking. No, no, no. Although if they would have invented it, they wouldn't have had to go back up there and get that. 
But yeah, that was 131 wow. years ago. John today. Naismith, on I a, think, was um, the inventor. I think so. Yeah. On a basketball front, I have to wish a happy birthday to um, Norm Stewart, former coach uh, of the Storm and Tigers. Norman. Storm and Norman, 88 today. Dennis Is Gates, he really? Who I've come to love very, and I know it's because the team's winning, yes, but the new coach, exactly Dennis Gates, why. tweeted that out. Please help and join join and help me celebrate uh, Norman Eugene Stewart. But you know what? Besides the winning, he's he's is he? an impressive guy. He okay, really good. is. And I like what I'm seeing right now. And I'm heading to the game tomorrow. Jane, you're not going to ruin on the tide since your daughter goes there? Yeah, no, I, I can't. I mean, I have to diverge from the daughter. She yeah. can go for the Thank tide. You. I gotta go for the Tigers, because that's the way we roll. Should be a good game. Good. I can't wait to see actual I'm people in the seats that in you're Columbia. Going. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, 41 years ago today was the delightful tale that in 1982, Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off a bat. Remember that story? Oh, yes. Well, it was a fan that threw it on stage during a concert in Des Moines, Iowa, and Ozzy claims to this day, apparently, that he thought it was rubber. And that's why he bit the... uh, Head off. Of well, it. just I mean, say no to drugs. In theory, that would make more sense. Wouldn't, wouldn't you feel yes. better if that if yes. you did think that? Yes. I actually did feel but better when I read that. Do you know what that. that's called? Isn't it? Is it? Or is it? I thought it was a chicken. It was a bat. It was a bat. Oh, because isn't a geek who someone buys who bites off the head of a chicken? Isn't that what the definition of a geek I is? I don't oh, know. Ew. A P.S. I'm double on it. ew. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> in 1987, this song was number one on this day. Oh, I remember this song. I really do. It's Billy Vera and the Beaters. That is correct. Michael J. Fox. Yes. I, would, I would have guessed this one a little bit earlier. Why was what was the Michael J. Fox? Was this from a movie? It was in Family Ties. Oh, that's how it, it got was, became yeah. famous. Yeah. I would do at this moment. It's not a terrible song. It's a, oh, it's a sweet song. When you're standing before me with tears in your eyes. Fair question. Whatever happened to the Beaters, let alone Billy Vera? I don't well, know. I don't know. And a side, uh, just a side piece of trivia. This was Rhino Records' first number one hit. Cool. Isn't that cool? I love that. I do, too. I feel like I have to do a little uh, deep dive into Billy Vera here. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure that... Um, was he I'm another one of the one This was a number wonders? one, by the way. This was a number one in 1987. Yes, he that's what I said. He continues to perform with his group and won a Grammy Award in 2013, believe it or not. Oh, I'll be darned. That's kind of cool. Oh, you know what? I think maybe he's doing something. Well, I might be wrong about that. It looked like he was doing some children's music. Jane has something. I'm sure. Uh, yes. Merriam-Webster Dictionary of uh, one definition of geek is a car- carnival performer often billed as a wild man whose act usually includes biting the head off a live chicken or a snake. This is oh. not something That's I had what a geek is. any knowledge of. That is incredible. Don't you wonder why I do? Now, yes, I do. <laughs> now I have to associate it with this song. Man, Ebony oh. has got a great website, though. I'm just, like, consumed okay. now. With Sue Billy is Vera. moving on. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tomorrow, I just want to let you know, is Use Your Gift Card Day. An annual reminder to use the gift cards you received as gifts before they become lost in a drawer somewhere. It's free money, so get out there and use one if you got some for Christmas. Fred, did you get any gift cards? Oh, yeah. Cards? I, I think I've got a Michael's right here. Okay. Oh, I love Michael's. A fresh time and Ooh. a Walmart. All right, get out there tomorrow. Man, Fred, people yeah. do not know what to buy you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to ask Are you for. a crafter? Uh, I like to buy frames for sporting. Oh, that's a oh, nice, nice. Idea. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's nice. By the way, Amazon is shutting down Amazon Smile. I was thinking of Amazon gift cards. And I hate that. Wait, wait. What is it? They're shutting down Amazon yeah. Smile. It's what is the, that? 
It's the program where you buy something on Amazon Smile and Amazon donates a small percentage oh, of it to yeah. the charity and you of your get to choice. pick the charity. Yeah. So I had St. Jude Hospital. And but, I had the STL English Bulldog Rescue. Sorry, what That's awesome, by say? the way. I'd never heard of that, but why are they discontinuing it? Well, they say that uh, it's a cost-cutting measure. And there's also, uh, that's actually what people think it really is, but what they're actually saying is, well, it's too small. People have way too many charities, and we're not doing enough good, so we're going to give it to the charities we want. Okay. Uh-huh. But it's not through Amazon Smile. We're just going to, you they're know. They're going to donate. But yeah. I remember I used to get emails. Yeah. They gave a huge amount to St. Jude. According to Amazon, this program has generated about $500 million mm-hmm. through Amazon Smile. And all you had to do was log on Amazon Smile. Darn it. I really hate that that's yeah, going yeah, I away. I liked it. I did, too. They're trying to do cost cutting. By the way, we haven't talked about this. British actor Julian Sands was reported missing Friday after going hiking in California's mm-hmm. San Gabriel Mountains earlier the day. He still has not been found. He's 65. He's apparently a pretty good hiker. And they say that um, they organized a ground search, but eventually called it off because of avalanche risks. There's snow, there's ice. And just today, were they able to put up an airborne uh, search, more drones Mm. and that sort of thing. Uh, They say also that they were able to, he was reported missing on Friday. Two days after that, they could still ping his phone. So they've kind of figured out, you know, a path of where they think he might be. But unfortunately, since then, his phone has died. And um, his son has gone out, and they're trying to follow the path where they were able to ping him. But, you know, pinging just gives you an area, but at least it's something. And, uh, but they don't have him. No, they don't. I, I know Julian Sands' name, and I'm looking at the credits right now. Do we know him from Room with movie? a View? Room with a View yeah. is mainly Arachnophobia, the, the yeah. uh, Killing Fields, Girl the killing with a Dragon fields. Tattoo. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Gothic and Warlock, if that helps. So I, I'm hoping they are able to help him, but he has been gone a week. I, I was heartened by the fact that they you know, could find him two days after. At least he was still pinging. That's a little bit of good news. Now, it's less than a month until the Super Bowl, so if you're planning a party, uh, we've got the food for you. Here we go. Somebody looked at Google Data to compile a list of the most popular grub at Super Bowl parties, hmm. and they found that America's top choice is meatballs? What? Uh-uh. I do like the little you know, the ones. The little meatballs with the, the sauce? Uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a crock pot? But Those are top, great. Yeah, they they're are. great, but you think that's the number one? I, I mean, thought, I thought, yeah. like, nachos, like, but little smokies. Too. Yeah. Little smokies. Little yeah. smokies, right? I would have said chips and salsa. Yeah. yeah. That's a go-to. I would say guacamole. I love me some guacamole. And they say that the rest of the top ten is, okay, meatballs number one. My beloved guacamole number two, Abby's chips and salsa at three. Okay, tater tots. Have you uh, ever had that at a football? No. Uh, okay. I mean, hey, I'm. Sue, can I I'll eat question? it. What yeah. did you say your number one would be? Uh, uh meatballs or guacamole. That is the 
is not the song I was thinking of, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, that's not. So we. this is a, kind of um, a weird tie-in because uh, and I'm going to stop it wait, right there. Who, well, hold on. Wait, it might get to the part you're thinking no, of. No, it's not. It's different. No. The no, guacamole? No, that's different. Oh, okay. it's, it's, I should have guided you in better. There's a song that my daughter's been driving me. It's actually kind of a funny song. It's called the guacamole song. We're going to find it. Okay. Because it's, that's not it. But that was funny, too. Wait, who was that person? Who, the avocado? She, she was an early, or it might still be an early education teacher I who see. published videos on YouTube like 10 or so years ago. And so it's like a get up and move activity. Yes, but so did you understand her name? What was oh, it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was name. like, hey, yeah. the avocado. Did you get her name, well, Fred? She was saying, no, form she, the avocado. Yeah. Oh, form, form the avocado. The avo- and then you peel you. the avocado. Oh, that's really And then cute. eventually you make guacamole. Okay. We'll have the version that mm. I really wanted to torture people with. <laughs> okay. um, I'm, I'm glad you were unable later. to. This I know, torture you're, you're, By the way, you're going to be glad when yeah, I play I'm it. I'm doing it because I've been tortured by it. Okay, guacamole number two, chips and salsa three, tater tots, chili. Now, I have had chili. Yeah, that's a big one, yeah. Buffalo wings, love it. Hummus, love it. Nachos, yeah. pigs in a blanket. That's and, the little smokies. Yeah, right? yeah, you're right. And spinach artichoke dip, which I also mm. love. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's, that's a staple. Really uh, they say pizza did not make the cut, but that's because most people like finger foods. Yeah, true. Which I, I agree on the Super Bowl. You and, just do a slow graze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, exactly. And I keep thinking if I have another little chip... How much is that going to hurt? It's me? no calories. Exactly. If you're I was I was, da- I was actually <laughs> dabbling with a Super Bowl party this year, and then I kind of backed off. The last time I threw a Super Bowl party was when the Chiefs won. Ah. Oh. Hmm. So. And finally, in Sue's news, we have today. Remember that. Remember that party? Yeah. Oh no, because I've been yeah. going. Well, Sue was oh, not working with me at the time. Oh, oh, Fred, okay. I don't want to hear anything. You've been <laughs> to so my it really, parties. it no, really no. wasn't any fun if you, you were. I there. guarantee no. you were invited to that party and you just didn't show up. I promise you. Because Klein was invited too, and he didn't show up. That well, might have been the one where I was stuck in the basement forever. No, no you were stuck in the basement with Carly <laughs> at one of the holiday parties. Oh, that's that, right. that was it. That's right. I walked down our friend, our mutual friend Tim Carly, who I love him to death, but he just doesn't shut up, and he'll he'll talk and talk, and then he'll talk some more. And I come down like on four or five different occasions into my basement. Jane, you were there that night. I was. And Fred's behind the bar, just talking to Tim Carly the whole time. I the fell on the ball. Time. I did. Did I took you? the hit. Took you the really hit. did. You yeah. took one for the team. I dumped wine all over myself in front of Steve Moore, remember? I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those that was great. The, we need to get see. And uh, again, I've been kind of waiting to press the, the trigger on um Well, it won't be fun unless party. Sue and I are there. Well, yeah. we're going to do it. All right, so I'll commit to it to 2023. I need to start saving money for it now. Yeah, pretty much. Because we yeah. want all top 10 foods. We except like tater to eat. Yeah. And finally, at Sue's News, we have today's random fact. I had never heard this. Albert Einstein was so sure that he was going to win the Nobel Prize that he included the prize money in a divorce settlement three years before he won it. What? <laughs> but he's Albert Einstein, so I guess he knew. And that's it for Susan News. Uh, and that's right. it. And, and you did <laughs> awesome. He's looking news. for guacamole. Oh, that's what's just happening right oh, now. I, I'm looking for the other one, but uh, I wanted to do Billy Vera and the Beaters one more time. Because that I, is my, a great song. My eyes just are not seeing things oh, today. And it's one of those I'll things. be singing that all night. Guacamole. So See, bad. there's the hook. You know, that's that, what we were waiting that for. That one is, but that's not the song. I'm oh. just, I'm just telling you right now, it's not the. That's song. a good earworm, though. Yeah, but the other one is actually better. We'll be back with much more. We got Paul Hall, Comic Guy Films coming up. We'll talk entertainment. Kusumano at the end of the hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good afternoon, 97.1 FM Talk. Let's talk movies with Paul Hall from Common Guy Films. Jane, we're going to talk about this movie. I think it's something do with Pez. No one knew where he came from. But everybody wanted what he was selling. Pez. It's like printing money. Are we talking about the candy here, Paul Hall? Like the Pez candy? Is that what we're into? Is this something different? By the way, I love Pez. I do too. We we all do. I mean, hey, we've all gotten a Pez dispenser at some point in our life. The refill packs that we just waited for to fill back up. But there's a big collecting community behind Pez dispensers, and honestly, I, I didn't bunch. know about it. I have Do a you? bunch. Oh, I have probably forty or fifty of them. <laughs> did what? you did you ever pay in the thousands of dollars no. for one? My deal was okay. I want to buy the ones that are weird, and then maybe someday they'll be worth something. And they are in a box, but yeah. No, no wait, no, wait a second. Here. Let, let me ask a quick question because I, I guess I'm going to be confused. Is this a documentary? Yes, it is. Oh. It's called the Pez Outlaw. He was a character that he created for himself uh, back in the day. It was, it was a Michigan man who decided that, well, he needed to find a way to change his life, and he decided to go overseas and uh, buy Pez dispensers from Pez Worldwide, which was different than Pez USA. And the Pez Worldwide group had a bunch of designs that people never saw here in the States. So he would smuggle them into this country and sell them for a lot of money, right? Uh, He would do that. He would would not necessarily smuggle them so much as there was a loophole that allowed him to bring them here, even though they were not allowed, uh, you know, to be sold here. But the Pez company had some mistakes in what they did legally. And so he brought them in, in here. And this is a story that goes from places like Austria and Hungary to everywhere within the United States. It's it's really a fun story. And, and if you like Pez dispensers, like you mentioned, Jane, this is something you have to see because of the variety of Pez dispensers you see in this, this documentary, it's about an hour and a half long, are, are just amazing. And the, the, the links that people go to, I didn't realize there was this big kind of Market? community of collectors out there. Well, I'll have to pull out the box of my Pez dispensers to see if any of them like you know, are weird enough? Because I like the weird ones. I had no. This, this yeah. is I have an Elvis collection. I, I guess I knew that the, wow. some of them were unique, but I had no idea that there was people that collected them or that this went on. So that's on what Netflix, Paul? 
Netflix, and that's uh, that's streaming now. It's a 2022 release from the folks at Gravitas uh, Ventures. So it's getting on my list now. now. I think I remember you talking about this, at least referring to it a couple weeks ago. Rob Lowe's got a new movie called Dog Gone. Gonker isn't any dog. He's my best friend. Everyone names one soul who loves you because you are you. That's who Gonker was for me. And now he's lost. I promise you we will find that dog. I think this one might tug at the heartstrings. I'm ready to Oof. kind of get a little emotional right there, and a dog is involved, so you know it's going to be sad, right? A little bit. Maybe, maybe not. It Gonker goes missing on, on the trail, on the Appalachian Trail, and uh, it's it's about a family who the the son and the dad played by Rob Lowe here um, go looking for their dog in, in the middle of the wilderness and amazing can they find it amazing that they go up and down the trail and spend multiple days out there I, I asked myself when I watched the film was this based on a true story and, and because I didn't read my notes ahead of time and uh, it turns out yes it is you'll see the original the real Aww. people at the end. Um, it, you know, may have some sad ports along the way, but, uh, come on. Yeah, what but I it's, tell you, but it's uh, the movie's about more than just the lost dog, right? Yes. Yeah. It's about that relationship and repairing a relationship between a father and a son that, mm. uh, the son thinks he can do nothing right in the, in the dad's eyes. And the dad is just one of those hard natured folks that, uh, just, just doesn't take everything at face value. I mean, in the beginning of the movie, the kid misses his own graduation that dad and mom and everybody came hours to see and he misses it for whatever reason you'll see but uh definitely if you're a dog fan check it out if you're just a want to get to nostalgia i I showed it to my wife with uh rob lowback i said yeah the guy from wayne's world he's now doing doggone a family kind of friendly along with kimberly williams paisley who you've seen in the father of the bride movies and uh it's definitely worth your time Hmm. kimberly williams i didn't realize she was using her her married there how about that that? Um, yep yep all right. Well, that's that's interesting. Um, what else? You let's got get for this darker. Week? Let's get darker. Okay, let's Over get to really for for the uh, the girl behind the Amber Alert. Now we've all heard them. We we know they're around, and I don't recall exactly when this happened. Uh, when it happened, it came into law. I know President Bush was the one who put it into to national law, but this is the story behind the original Amber that was taken. Uh, unfortunately, found later found dead, and, and quite frankly, the start of a movement to change the way we search for missing kids. Uh, it's about an, again about an hour and a half documentary. The nice thing about the docs this week are they're they're only about ninety minutes, so you can invest a little time with it. It's a great story behind just the people and behind the situation that came to to pass to give us what I think is one of the most effective ways at finding kids these days uh, when this stuff kind of thing happens. So um, definitely a very positive, uplifting message to a very sad and and otherwise uh, terrifying film. Which one is it? Where where, where can you see that one? That one's over on Peacock. Okay, good to know. All right, we got to talk about a little TV here because these two are watching some things. I um I finally oh. wrapped up. I finally wrapped up season 1 of The White Lotus. I kind of gave up on it. My wife said, "Nope, not for me." But I got through it and Paul, I can't remember your take on The White Lotus. I love the first season. It totally is shocking yet fun, yet 
dark yet comedic. I, I just thought the first season of White Lotus was something that, that I found myself, I couldn't look away. Yeah, interestingly enough, I, I didn't think it started very strong, and that's why Becky was put off. And, um, you know, it's kind of weird and everything, and it is described as a dark comedy, and I do have an appreciation for dark humor. This one didn't really make me laugh that much, and I think even dark comedies can make you chuckle yeah. a little bit more. So I think I would put it in the category of a bit overpraised. However, having said that, those last few episodes, I think there's only six. <laughs> I think the second half of The White Lotus was pretty good, and I watched the last two just last night alone, and it was interesting. But I don't know about waiting into the second season. Now, I heard that the thing about The White Lotus is that there aren't any characters that you really like. That's is true. that true? That is true. Yes. Yeah, I have yeah. trouble with that. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I like think Becky get, has trouble with that, yeah. which is one of the reasons she was not Oh, that's interesting. I like to get all. behind somebody. And, right. Yeah. Or numerous people. Yes. Yeah, there really better. isn't, Sue. There's not anyone here that's redeemable, and, and <laughs> it makes you feel, I mean, it's kind of sad at times, yeah. because there's a, there's a big social commentary going on in The White Lotus. It's probably even that way one's... too deep for me to think about it and what it really means. Like, even the end, what happens at the end with um, Alexander Dardario's <laughs> character, that... But I know that's a statement. I don't think I even understand the statement, James. Well, you know what I mean? don't, don't give anything away. Yeah, because I'm not. No spoilers. Yeah. But I mean, like, Lotus was like depressing characters. Yeah, no. Whereas in Succession, they're all unredeemable, but they're, it's not pathetic. I don't know. There's just, uh. there seems to be, because there's no one in Succession that has any, you know, moral value either. But for some reason, I can, that show I love, but I can't get behind Lotus. Is the White Lotus just because they are sad and Succession, they're power people? Is that the difference? I, I, maybe. I it could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are these characters that go to this resort where everybody has money except those working there, and those working there have their own motives that are sometimes not necessarily the most altruistic, uh, shall we uh, say, right. along the way. So everybody there is unlikable. I think there's one or two characters that I kind of found a little bit of an affinity for, but uh, most of them, no. Yeah, it's bizarre. Interesting. Well, Three Pines is the one that oh, Jane and I have been watching. I'm watching that as well. I'm I'm two I'm three episodes in. I'm on episode four, and I, I like it. I think you guys like it a little bit more. My wife likes it very much, so I think she's in your camp. Paul, okay. did you ever see that one? You know, I based on the recommendation last week, I have started down that uh, road, and I mm -hmm. just got into it uh, this week. So I had a little extra time. You know, the Chargers lost last week, though I don't remember the second half of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was kind of ugly. And yeah. uh, for those of you who want to know what it's like to be a, you know, know someone who is a fan going through the pain, I, w I was, I was, yeah. That was, was hey, dude, yeah. I almost, I, I swear to God, I almost texted you on Sunday morning and said, hey, my Super Bowl bet is still alive because I gave up on that game. I had no idea that they lost honestly <laughs> wow i get it i do i understand but yeah we really like that and jane put me on to unforgotten which is also on prime and i have fallen down that rabbit hole i'm already on this third season but that's another really great one yeah i love well, coming next week that we're going to talk about right here we'll talk about my take on shrinking on apple tv plus with uh, harrison ford jason siegel and i'll tell you what it is absolutely like hysterical it, right? yeah. without uh, without giving the fact that i'm giving a review because nobody's listening right no, nobody nobody pay attention for a minute everybody just i turn think away. you're fine we won't we won't we won't i won't tell in. anybody so i was really gonna... good it's a therapist who basically tells it like it is and um yeah, Harrison Ford is perfect. So I tried to do something in the last segment with uh, this guacamole song. Oh, <laughs> I guess, Paul, you knew this song, oh my right? God, you my were head familiar hurts. with this? 
Lori Berkner was a, a staple in my house for many, many years. But I, I go back to the Victor Vito days of Lori Berkner. So not avocado. Okay. This is like Baby Shark only for okay, avocado. This one, so this is the one my dad. And I, I only do this, ladies and gentlemen, so the rest of you can be tortured the same oh. way that I have been. Although I got to say, this is kind of a clever song. This is uh, by The Best Tees. The guacamole song. Telling you about my favorite food. Right, check it out here because it, it's a learning educational song. We eat it every day. Guacamole. Sue has a look of horror. Every single way. Guacamole. Just hang on with it here, Sue. I'm waiting. 365 days a year. It goes into a lesson about the months. 30 days in September, April, June, and November. Oh, they, I like that. So my has been repeating this. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of interesting. 30 days in September, April, June, and November. So that's the one, and then there's another one that she's. You'll see if you know this one. This one I think is worth. Worse. It's raining tacos. Do you know this one? Paul, <laughs> <laughs> oh. do you know this one or not? I don't, but I want to. Open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Alexa Ridden likes like legit good music, but these are her two songs on repeat. And I must say, the guacamole song in particular, I've kind of been humming along to. I want to go back to Elvis and Disney. Copy of this show to the producers of Megan Two, so that they can include this as her damn number. Megan Two. We will go out with Paul Hall, Comic Guy Films. We will talk next Friday. Have a great weekend. Take care. You're going to be on board with the Chiefs now, though, right? Come on. Come on. You can do it. Uh, uh, my daughter likes the Jaguars. Uh, Darn you, Jane Duker. You've kind of got me on this hunt now. My wife and my daughter just arrived in Denver, so I'm, you know, batching it this weekend. And Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are at Enterprise Center on Sunday night. It's a sold-out show, but I might poke around on that. Sometimes they release tickets, you know, right. at the last minute that are uh, holds for VIPs, etc. The StubHub, the, the lowest price is two and a quarter on StubHub, and that's for like 300 sections. So it's, ooh, not, that's, it's not cheap. Yeah, no, that's you may have to wait for something But, fluky. you know, I told you last week I saw Louis C.K. at the factory. It was outstanding. And I, I love, love the factory. I would love to see Chappelle. So. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, wouldn't they be great in that venue at, at the factory? I mean... It's almost, it's so much, it's almost. Well, I it, like, that's the thing. Comedy shows. More last intimate. time I saw a comedy show at a big venue, I, I can't even remember who it was. It may have been Dennis Miller back at Hearn Center. Remember Hearn Center, Frank Cusimano? How are you this afternoon? Yeah, we played a couple of state championship games back then. Yes, yeah. I did. I, I was in too. Uh, how are you? Hey, by the way, on that front, it is, I mentioned this earlier, it's Norm Stewart's birthday today. Yes. 88 years old for Storm and Norman. I right? cannot believe he's 88. Yeah, he's still kicking. He's doing pretty good, though. Um, let's talk Mizzou basketball. We want to start with that. It was a hell of a game a couple of nights ago, Frank, Woo! and they really needed that victory against Arkansas. Yeah, when you um, when you outscore the opposition 22-9 to down the stretch and you're down 10 with less than five minutes to go, you know, they're 3-0 and this season in one-possession games. And I think it really gets back to the coach who I consider cool hand Luke. When you ever see the guy rattled, he's just really, really calm. He's really, really encouraging. He really is. And, mm-hmm. and, and after the game, when you hear him say this, some of the things he does about his players, 
Gosh, the only thing I want to do with Dennis Gates is keep him and extend him as long as we possibly can. Okay, but here's a point of confusion that I have, and I feel like I follow this team relatively closely. What is the story on Isaiah Mosley? So we know that he was one of the the leading scorers that was still left on the team. He hadn't played at all until I guess I didn't even know this. He played a little bit in December. He gets into the game the other night. He doesn't score a lot of points. But do we know anything more about why he wasn't playing and why he is now, Frank? No, and I think it's a credit to the coach that he's not going to go public. I mean, it was definitely There's a, a reason. personal yeah. issue. Yeah. yeah, right. And and you're right about how good he is. He averaged 20 points a game back-to-back years at Missouri State. But he gets in there the other night, and he has good moments. He didn't shoot it particularly well, but he ended up with 80, passed the ball well. And look, when this guy's right, he helps you beat teams in the NCAA tournament. So it's I don't know if he's going to be in the rotation a lot. I think what he did the other night should be enough. He was in there because Noah Carter, who's a really good player, average in 10 and 7, uh, was sick. But I think, you know, coach has got to go back to him again this week. And you talk about a game. Alabama, number four in the country. They have Brandon Miller, top five mm-hmm. pick in the country. And you better have your, your track shoes on because it's nobody's going to flinch. They're just going to go up and down, up and down. Track. It is going to be a track move. Well, look, I'm yep. going to the game. I can't, I can't wait, but I will say this. I've watched Alabama a couple times this season. They are damn good. They're and wild. I, I hope I mean, we can shoot. somehow pull a miracle. We're going to have to shoot a lot better than we did the other night. I mean, one of the reasons I think they won that game Wednesday night is um, you go to that five-minute mark, all of a sudden there was attrition. Arkansas started fouling kids out left and right, and that, I think, certainly helped in the end. But at least uh, you win on your home court, which is what you have to do. And look, the Razorbacks, Frank, they've lost, what, four in a row now in the conference after beating Mizzou just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, And if you look at that game and you, like, look at the statistics afterwards, well, uh, Missouri was outshot by Arkansas. Missouri was out-rebounded by 20 rebounds by Arkansas. And you want to know, how did they win? Well, look at this stat. Forced turnovers. Because they play that suffocating full-court defense, they forced 20 turnovers. And then, of course, they were 6-for-6 six six at the free-throw line the final minute. That's how you win games. Yeah, it was huge. Amen. All right, good victory for the Blues last night. A couple of wins this week, Frank. Yeah, it was good. And, you know, Mike Leuth said this the other day, because we were talking about Jordan Bennington, I think, uh, Mark, that his stats, like he's in the high 30s and the low 40s in goals against and uh, save percentage. But he said, look at the eye test. And the eye test says this guy makes great plays. And even though the numbers are not great, and a lot of it is because all those three-on-ones and two-on-ones earlier in the season, he comes up big. He's having kind of a Grant Fuhr kind of season where he just wins games. And in terms of the offense, wow, that was beautiful. The side goal, uh, the, every one of the goals was out, out of sight. The fourth line had the most exciting goal of the night. What's on Sports Plus this weekend? Okay, so there's a player by the name of Cameron Babb who was a high school All-American, a five-star at CBC. But a funny thing happened to him on his way to stardom, ACL surgery. Not one, not two, not three, but four. But Mm. somehow he got on the field this year at Ohio State. He's really an inspirational story. He became their team captain. Well, of his story, we're going to go back in the vault. We're celebrating 30 years of storytelling, and one of our favorites of all time is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Jim Hart. And then our special in-studio guest is going to be Roman Berkey, the new goaltender for St. Louis City SC. I almost skipped mm. over the NFL playoffs. Obviously, the uh, the Chiefs, and I'm going to miss this game because I'll be at Mizzou. I'll get to see a little bit of it maybe at Mizzou Arena. But they played Jacksonville, who came back, stormed back, miraculous fashion, beat the Chargers last week. And the Chiefs are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. I think this game is going to be close. 
Uh, I don't think so. If you got a quarterback who's thrown for 5,000 yards playing against the 28th ranked defense, I think Kansas City is. I, Jacksonville could score because it's Steve Spagnuolo as the defensive coordinator, but I think Kansas City's going to win. The real fun game is going to be Cincinnati and Buffalo. Can Joe Burrow win in Buffalo against Josh Allen? I can't wait. And if Joe mm. Burrow can win in Buffalo and the Chiefs can win tomorrow, that means that the championship game will not be on a neutral site in Atlanta. They'll play at Arrowhead. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Frank, there you go. have a great weekend. We will talk on Monday afternoon. Hopefully we'll have a, well, we will have a much better picture of the uh, situation with the NFL playoffs. Hopefully a Mizzou victory and a slew victory Woo. as well. We'll talk then. Thank you. Have a good weekend, guys. All right, Bye-bye. take care. That's Frank Kusama. I just saw this story. Uh, Sue, I was going to ask you about this. You see this story about the, the accident down yeah. by River City Casino? No. I was just looking at when it. When did that happen? Okay, I don't know. It, it just Today. cleared the post-dispatch. So, hold on. One, One dead, dead, three injured. Oh, no. One person was killed, three more injured when a car fleeing a traffic stop hit two cars near the St. Louis County border. The driver of one of those cars died. Several witnesses told the post-dispatch that St. Louis County police were chasing the vehicle, a gray Hyundai when it crashed at Broadway and River Sitter. Hyundai. I'm sorry, Hyundai. Sorry, Hyundai. How do you say Hyundai? Hyundai. Hyundai. Mm-hmm. Sorry, when it crashed at Broadway and River City Casino Boulevard. Oh gosh. City police, which took over the investigation, said officers from the county did not chase the vehicle. Neither city nor county police immediately provided an explanation for the disconnect. So that's weird. You have two competing versions of the story. It started at noon. They tried to pull over uh, the car. It fled into the city. Um, it crashed into two other cars, a Camaro and a Ugh. Ford Fiesta in the Patch neighborhood over there by River City Casino. And it was the driver in the Camaro that passed away. It's just... <sighs> I really hate to hear that. And, you yeah. know, earlier in the week, we had 70 westbound shut down at a ridiculous hour of the morning because um, police pulled over. This is St. Charles County, so... Out by Wentzville Parkway. Yeah, yeah. They Somebody pulled knew, over a yeah. vehicle, and they did that because the plates did not match the vehicle. Right. Mm-hmm. So, And they were looking for a car that may have been involved in a homicide. Yep. And the, the person in the vehicle pulled out a gun, shot it, and there you go. It's good times, Well, and this is the it? thing. It's about whether they should have chased him or not. And I'm like, well, how about people who should, like, obey the law and not start speeding That's not when the police stop? Yes. By the way, here's the number one question when you heard, even though I didn't pronounce the name of the car company, what's the number one question? Oh, can was they it, break in? No. Oh, it was, it was, was it stolen? Yeah, it was yeah. a stolen car. Yeah. It absolutely was. Shane Duker, have a great weekend. You too. All right, we'll see you next week. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.